testing levels. Okay. Today is Ray's birthday. We're all excited. Woo! <laughs> My levels are okay. Except for Ray. <laughs> he didn't even let us have the night off of you. <laughs> he didn't have to work at all today. He got to play video games all day. And I think he's genuinely passionate and loves doing this show, so... <laughs> Um, oh, shut up and just go along with my him. joke. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was a joke. I thought you were giving him some sass. For real? Like, <laughs> Ray, how dare you not? <laughs> it was a good day. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, July 12th, 2022. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to join our Discord, where we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you could post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, I don't know, there's so much going on, <laughs> but uh, I have some covid updates later in the show and a whole bunch of news articles i think i, I put a bunch of these under follow-up because we've talked about them before but they're they're kind of news as well first off the georgia guidestones <laughs> oh i couldn't believe yeah, this. our old friends the georgia guidestones <laughs> back in the news in the worst possible way while we were away <laughs> yeah i'd never heard about these things until we talked about them on this podcast um, because of what's her name that I don't have in front of me, uh, Candace. I don't know. Well, some no, it was, it was from... somebody running for Congress. Yeah, wasn't her it? name yeah. was like Candace, but it's with a Y. Candace K A N D I S S. Oh yeah, right. Candace Taylor is yeah. uh, the politician, and she had wanted these stones destroyed, and suddenly they blew up. So yeah, clearly she wasn't involved. Well, <laughs> all I know is, like so many other things, <laughs> like. Who know? I, apparently, sorry, this had me a little bit frazzled because just like my old friend Jeffrey Epstein, even though these are under 24 hour surveillance, <laughs> someone built a bomb, walked up, planted a bomb, detonated a bomb and escaped. No footage, no idea. Couldn't possibly tell you who did this. Is right. it really it's under 24 hour surveillance? Yeah. Yes. Video. People had been defacing it since she asked them to deface it. So that they put up cameras. All around the facility. Wow. They put a shitty camera, so all you see is a shadow of a person, and then he just kind of huddles for a while, and then the thing blows up, and then they took it down after that. <laughs> I mean, the th it is – it was problematic. It was not a, you know, how to repopulate the world. It was, you know, maintain the population under 500,000 people. Before you continue <laughs> – mm. If this doesn't end with, that's why it's okay to blow something oh, no, no, up no, that you don't no. like, there's no need to go on. <laughs> no. It, 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 I don't care if it said, <laughs> burn them all. <laughs> it's still dangerous. Don't do that. Yeah. And it's private property. They are Agreed. just ridiculous roadside tablets. Yeah, but, what's the matter with these psychopaths? Why can't they just go through normal channels to get it removed? Because they got into QAnon or 4chan or one of those. And I it became... understand that, but I mean, it does speak to these people where they're like, nah, I'm oh, just yeah. going to blow it up. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> right. Granted, I feel like exact. the liberals 
they will blow it up after you've given us the go-ahead to blow it up. After we've gone through the normal channels, we're going to rip it down. Mm. Now, I would mention, I, we can't lay it all at Candace Taylor's feet. Like, she definitely brought it up, but Marjorie Taylor Greene and Alex Jones also got on the, the bandwagon oh, of yeah. tearing them down, so... Yeah, that's fair. It's not all her, but I, it just... I mean, they were nothing for... Right. 30 years? It's something like that, yeah. Here, here's the thing I don't understand. They're looking at this as a win against liberals, though. Right. I like, yeah, like, whatever. What? <laughs> Like they're like I mean, someone was like they're like ah we got the statues John I'm like what are you talking about I'm like what does that have to do with liberalism that fucking freaky monument yeah uh, right I mean it's but it's like you've always said that's a hundred percent what fuels them like right I would have never thought the idea of not hanging the vice president <laughs> in a public forum was a liberal issue. But that's what they, they're, oh, you didn't want to kill Mike Pence? <laughs> Fucking libs. <laughs> Libtard. <laughs> what? Are you guys, then that might answer my own question. Are you all crazy? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so if you want a little bit of a deep dive into the, uh, into the guide stones, uh, John Oliver did a bit and it is linked on, uh, Hemant Mehta's, hmm. the, the only Sky page about this that's linked on our, uh, website. So you can take a listen to John Oliver talk about these really weird stones and, why nobody really cared about them except the Republicans, who apparently went fucking crazy. So. Well, they got us. Once yeah. again. <laughs> Another W for them. Now, I will offer you, Karen, mm. an unpopular opinion to which you had a counter-argument for, um, but I don't think eugenics is inherently bad. In attempting to oppose it on people? Problematic. Yeah. Is Super problematic. Yeah. Right. The well, idea that someone would carve into a stone tablet, hey, maybe don't just rut with anybody all willy-nilly constantly. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. Fuck you. <laughs> rut with whoever I want to. I know, you can. I won't stop you. I'll just discourage you. <laughs> so I had this as one of the final stories, but I'm going to bring it up here because it's appropriate, I think. Uh, there's a story on Huffington Post about the world population is about to hit 8 billion uh, around yeah. November time frame. And India is overtaking China as the most populous, which yeah. that's just scary and gross. Like yeah, that many that people in India is so such a concentrated so, population. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, China, at least they've got a lot of land. India, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, India's big, but it's not that big. No. Yeah, I mean, the, the population density in that country is truly breathtaking. And what are the scientists saying? How long is this sustainable? In India? No, I, don't I mean, in general, on the, on, no, on the planet. <laughs> when, when all of the uh, population centers begin looking like the population centers in India and China, like oh, complete okay. massive pollution and yeah. It, well, I was just wondering if there was a time frame. No, not that I see. I mean, not, not... I mean, it's not like we're slowing down on making babies. Yeah. Yeah. That's because they blew up the Guidestones. <laughs> Everybody thinks they can just rut all willy-nilly with anybody they want. Yeah. <laughs> no guidance. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I, and I don't know if this is true. I, I read somewhere <laughs> that uh, even though the, there's obviously a country like India is fucked at, you could safely fit, and again, I don't know if this is true, the world's population into Texas and still have a lot of room left, like standing shoulder to shoulder, or no, like like you could live there. <laughs> Everybody in the world could live there. Yeah, I don't. Huh. I, I remember reading that somewhere that everyone's like, it's not as big of a deal as we're making. Maybe not it. the world, but maybe the United States. Oh, sure, I thought I could say maybe maybe it was yeah. the United States. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, Texas has... Texas has a lot of space. The the West has a lot of space. And of course, for that matter, you know, Siberia has a lot of space. Yeah. Just nobody wants to live there. Right. I mean, I, I think back to, you know, when we were in L.A. the last time, and it's just people as far as the eye can see. And if you put that density of people in Texas, yeah, that'd be a shit ton of people. But it's – and you could have the rest of the country then to grow the food needed to feed the people in Texas. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. Just visiting L.A. was exhausting. <laughs> All right, I think I'm going to move on. Uh, the next thing that I have, and originally I had this as the headline has it, uh, that this guy was sentenced to 21 years on federal charges over killing George Floyd, but I didn't, uh, I didn't like the way that his name was very much pronounced, and mm. yet the person he killed wasn't. So I changed the title for me to George Floyd's murderer received a federal sentence. His sentence federally is 21 years on federal charges. Uh, this is to be concurrent with the state murder and manslaughter charges of 22 and a half years that he was sentenced to. So he was already sentenced to 22 and a half. What's the point of adding Sensing 21 years 22 if it's also? concurrent? Right. Um, but right. If, it's not, if it's not in addition to, I, I don't know, does that somehow parole prohibit you from, from early release or bail? It yes. does because the federal requirements for early release are nearly non-existent. So 22 and a half years could be like 12. So 21 federal does actually make it 21 will be in prison longer. Yeah. Much right. longer. So that's, you know, that's good. That's some, that, yeah. That's a good start. Yeah. Consequences. Uh, yeah. Apparently, during the plead, he also pleaded guilty to violating the rights of a 14-year-old boy in 2017 what? when he grabbed the boy by the throat, hit him in the head with a flashlight, and then pressed his knee on the boy's neck and back while the child was in handcuffs. Wow. So he had done this before to a with, child. With no consequences. So he thought right. he could do it to an adult. Yeah, clearly. Exactly. And people wonder why I'm scared of cops. Yeah. Right. Like, I've been having this conversation all week with my Republican friends. They're like, oh, you're so scared of the cops. I'm like, yeah, cops are fucking nuts. Yeah. They have too much power in this country. And that's true. And now I just Regardless call of what orders they're giving you, yeah. for them to hear you not obey them immediately without question drives them into a, like, killing frenzy. No, mm. that's only if you don't cooperate, Ian. <laughs> and as we all know, black people don't cooperate. So what do you got to worry about? <laughs> Is this an argument you've heard recently? <laughs> this whole week. Okay. Wow. Like, I'm just shocked. They're just like, oh, well, actually, you know, you gotta, you gotta, if you remain, I go, I do remain calm. Still doesn't mean I can't be fucking worried that this cop's going to lose his shit. Right. Right. Yeah. They're under the impression all cops are good guys. Oh, no. Oh, I don't think that's true. Let's I would say a majority are. Let's have a chat about even, you all day. <laughs> I'm not even sure about that anymore, Ian. Hmm. I, I, I don't know how I, many cops there are. So, I mean, I'm saying literal majority. Like, would you say 51% of cops are good? Well, I mean, what are we what are we stipulating as good or bad? Oh, they're, uh... Like, if we're talking about, like... They're slightly more hesitant to commit murder? Okay, so if they're not committing <laughs> murder, yes, I'll give you those numbers, but... Okay. Like, I'm just finding it very hard to imagine anybody in this day and age going, I want to serve the people, I want to protect people... And I want to stamp out crime. I'm going to become a cop. I don't mm. think that's the. I don't think that's the thought process. 
I think the thought process is is I'm going to learn how to lord my authority over people. Like it's it's clearly the Cartman from South Park. For sure, <laughs> respect it's, my it's authority. That like that's. I think a vast majority of them, you know, joined the armed forces and said, "Oh, if I join the armed forces, they'll pay for college and they'll teach me skills." They came out of the military. They said, "What skills did they teach you?" I can kick down doors and shoot brown people. And they went, "Have we got a job for you?" <laughs> Now, I played poker over the course of uh, more than a year with a bunch of police officers, and I would Me agree well. with Ian that the majority of them were good people interested in helping their, their fellow man. However, there was also the tendency uh, of a few of them to overstep their, their bounds, to assert their authority, and there was definitely one of them who was bigoted against Muslims, mm. like – Clearly and, <laughs> and, openly. and openly. Openly. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that was like a dozen cops. So, you know, 10%, 15% having bad, uh, bad tendencies and being in that level of power. Yeah, that's a, that's a major problem. <laughs> yes, that, you're right. That is, that is way too many for, again, with the authority that they're given. Right. Although, I, in my mind, would like to propose... Uh, I don't want to call it a solution, but I think a way to improve the situation that I don't think has been looked at yet. I think, uh, like for a typical beat police officer, and, and all the way up, I think, I think we should consider, like, doubling their salary. I think if the job were more desirable, it would attract better people that are less interested in murdering the people they're said to protect. Well, training also comes involved here. I mean, mm. like I said, yeah. when I, I hung out with that cop for a year and a half in that convenience store every night. They teach them just over and over again, everybody's out to kill you. Mm -hmm. Preserve your own life at all risk. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, that's not the training they should be getting. No. Well, I mean, and I mean, again, just like Karen said, like Uvalde, these right. cops were, were holding back other cops from going in. Yeah, That's they, not the, a hero. Yeah, the video right. was released today, or some of the video from the hallway, and it's, yeah, it's horrible. Oh, really? Right. I didn't see that. Yeah. Now, I'm a slow typist, so I'm going to address this to, to Grinch to, to answer it, to, to follow up on what I was thinking. I agree that most municipal budgets are almost entirely dedicated to the police force. Mm. I don't know how that's being spent, but that huge amount of money should only be spent on their salaries instead of whatever it is it's going towards now. And I have no idea what that is. Yeah, that, that's a thing. I think there needs to be more oversight and better direction of the funds that are there. Yes, Correct. I would. Yes. Let and somehow that got labeled as defund the police right. and right. went away. Well, right. because it's right. in the classic fucking stupid branding from Democrats. You know they can't do anything right. You say defund the police, which is not what it really means. It should right. have been distribute funds. You know better or whatever. Same thing with hmm. Black Lives Matter. That is, they still hang on that fucking Black Lives Matter shit. Right. You're misinterpreting what they're saying. Right. If they just added two. At the end of that, it yeah. wouldn't have been a fucking problem. Black Lives Matter right, too. Right. I think uh, that I think it's just general laziness to go along with the poor branding because it's always been that way. Like uh, people love to be like, "Oh, you're so pro life that you're also pro death penalty and pro killing people with guns." It's just a slogan. You have to look at the intent behind it, mm -hmm. and then you can judge the people for liking it. My body, my choice. <laughs> Yes. I'm like, yes, that's just an easy way to convey a complex idea. Mm. 
Nope, it means I'm sorry if, if you're that for abortion, we live in then, a country where people need no, Ian, slogans if you're for and abortion, and... then you should not make me wear a mask. My body, my choice. <laughs> that simple. It's just because it fits on a sign, people. Stop it. All right, before we get too far off the police thing, I do have another police officer. Oh, right on. Mm. Uh, in this case, the headline I have is Tamir Rice's murderer got a new job. <laughs> uh, Hometown hero. Tamir Rice... Tamir Rice was a 12-year-old black guy who, uh, black kid, who got uh, killed because he was carrying a toy gun. And somebody called the police and said, there's a uh, boy with a gun out here. And uh, the police arrived, and within three seconds of arriving on scene, uh, Timothy Lohman shot and killed said 12-year-old boy. He just got a job last week in Tioga, Pennsylvania, and then there were protests and that nobody wanted this guy as a cop because well he wasn't hired as a police officer in Tioga he was hired as the police officer they only really have money for one so wow yeah so they found this guy on the discount rack and thought they could swing it (laughs) yeah Yeah. and the story is weird because the, the town council hired him and so he had an interview with the town mayor but the town mayor wasn't allowed to look at his resume, didn't recognize, like, the guy's name when he was introduced, you know, verbally. And so he got hired. And then when the, all the protests happened, the mayor is out on the streets going, whoa, whoa, wait, what do you mean this is the same guy? Right. And, uh, yeah, so that lasted, what, two, three days? Something like that, yeah. He, Something like that, yeah. He's, he, yeah. Withdrew? Withdrew, that's the word I'm looking for. He withdrew, Yeah. He's not going to be the yeah. police officer in Tioga. Well, that's a good sign. Hey, that's, a, that's a win for Tioga County. Yeah. That is a win for people protesting, actually doing something. Yeah. yeah. It's all around a good story. But it's also yeah. a good sign that, like, in a small town where you think they probably wouldn't care about that, mm. they right? had an issue with that. People do right? care. People people care. Actually. Well, I'm just saying, you know, what they say about Pennsylvania, it's, it's, mm. it's Pittsburgh on one side, Philly on the other, and Oklahoma in the middle. Right. And, uh... You're just like, oh, all right, cool. Even Oklahoma didn't want anything to do with this dude. <laughs> right? Well, I'm a little I don't think it's that, that much of a good news story because somebody wanted him to be the police officer, accepted him to be the police officer, and tried to get him to be the police officer with some subterfuge. Oh, well, right. There's also probably there. the aspect that like not many cops want to work in a town like that where they have nothing to fucking do. Sure. Right. And yeah, I have no doubt that the three county commissioners of Tioga County are all backwoods scumbags that wanted to sneak this guy through because they thought what he did was okay. Mm. Thank goodness there were conscious people and a mayor who was like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Who? Yeah. And again, I don't understand how things work. You're the mayor and you're interviewing somebody and the council tells you you're not allowed to look at his resume? Yeah, that's weird, right? That's, I don't get that. Well, I think his role was just to do an informal interview and to swear him in. I don't think he had any actual say over who they were hiring. I think we're going to find out the mayor was actually a Labrador dog. <laughs> you know, one of those. There was, nothing, there was nothing in the Tioga Charter about not having a mayor. No, as a dog. just one of those cute towns where they, you know, it's the it's town's like a square mile. They're like, we're the dogs, the mayor. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, this guy was a central PA redneck. Like, he's got the full woodsman beard, and, like, he had the whole dress going. Like, it, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a real dude. He's not, he's not a dog. But uh, Well, thanks for trying, Mayor. 
you did a you done good. <laughs> yeah, I think you did a good job. I I definitely think people need to look into who is on the town council though. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh next thing that I have again another follow-up, Simone Gold. She is the founder of the doctor group America's Frontline Doctors, who we've talked about on the show several times, propagating COVID bullshit and, well, every bullshit you can imagine. Um, this America's Frontline Doctors also has in it Stella Emanuel, who I get these two confused because they're Frontline Doctors Association. But Stella Emanuel is the demon doctor. Ah. Mm-hmm. Oh, demon sperm. I remember the her. The demon sperm doctor, yes. Uh, Simone Gold is not her. Simone is also, uh, you might get her confused with Sherry Tenpenny. Oh, Tenpenny I remember her. Is yeah, she's the, the magnet stick to you woman. Right. right. Well, she spoke with Simone Gold. So Simone Gold and Sherry Tenpenny did the whole the vaccine magnetizes you thing. Um, Simone Gold is the actual doctor who should know fucking better. But the reason she is in the news this week is she has been sentenced to pay a fine of $9,500 and serve 60 days in prison for participating in the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. Wow. So nothing to do with her doctoring. No, her bad, bad doctoring. (laughs) Bad, bad doctoring. Nothing, nothing about that. No, Uh, she's also, it's going to be followed by 12 months after 60 days in prison, 12 months of supervised release because of her unlawful entry. So... You know, it's just one of the high-profile people that actually actually is going to be going to jail for a bit. Consequences. Peaceful Second protests. story consequences. <laughs> Peaceful protest. They just went in there and messed up some paperclips. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, there is a... That, that gif in Discord is of Simone Gold. So that is uh, that is the woman we were talking about. The vaccine magnetizing you, etc. <laughs> Boy, it was humid today. My vaccine was really magnetizing me. I was sticking <laughs> everything. Right. <laughs> Keys sticking all over mm-hmm. the place. Uh, the other January 6th stuff. Uh, Steve Bannon will be testifying before the committee. Like Friday, I think it is. I'm still I didn't failing to see, see why, this, so, is good, why sure. this is going to be a good thing. Um, He's got a big ego. And right now, Trump is turning on him. So could be interesting. Yeah, but from what I understand, Trump is the one that told him to go ahead and do it. Yeah, but well, not really. See, what happened was Trump said that he invoked executive privilege, which he never did. And then he said, which, and then there was about to be a lawsuit like later this week in which he was going to lose. He did not have executive privilege. So this is just an end run around the lawsuit. I, you know, I hereby waive executive privilege that wasn't real. So you can now go testify, which was going to happen anyway, either that or he was going to go to jail. So he had two contempt charges against him, which carry up to one year in jail and $100,000 in fines. The trial for this was to begin on July 18th. Mm. So it's like right before his that trial that he knows he's going to lose. Mm. So now he's going to cooperate. Right. And now, who knows how much he's going to cooperate or who, much, who knows how much he's just going to sit there and say fifth. Right. <laughs> I don't know if they can do that. I mean, I suppose they can, but yeah, they can. Should be interesting, it though. Can. <laughs> yeah. Bunch have already done it. Yeah. True. Also, Lindsey Graham has been ordered to testify before the grand jury in the uh, Trump election probe. So... In Georgia. That's right. interesting. Yeah. Yep. I, I heard his attempts to fight it did not go his way. They did not. <laughs> I'm sure he can still appeal to the Georgia Supreme Court, which will probably happen. It'll probably... Well, I don't know what the makeup of that court is, but he should lose. 
it was a thin argument to begin with. So, right. What was it? I think it was executive privilege. Yeah, pretty much. Is that what he's claiming? Legislative yes. privilege. Yeah. What does that have to do with him calling up Georgia fucking electors? Nothing. That's why it was a weak argument. Oh, okay. Nice try, Lindsay. <laughs> look at look at the Wookiee. Here's Chewbacca. Why would I be talking about Chewbacca? <laughs> I was thinking it's more like he's seen too many movies where the bad guy from another country kills one of the hero's family members and then says diplomatic immunity <laughs> and flees. And they thought that that was like a real thing. Right. Right. It's a semi-real thing. I mean, that happened in England. Didn't didn't some yeah he ran him over, or over yeah. a kid and just was like peace. Oh yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe Hollywood is not misleading him. Keep it up, Lindsay. You can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> uh, also, on January sixth hearings, um, uh, the thing that I have is from the Huffington Post, and this was prior to today. Uh, they were supposed to be laying out the ties to QAnon and Proud Boys and other things, and uh, I didn't get to watch much of it. And I by get to, I mean I, I was playing video games and forgot about it. It was your birthday. We'll let it slide. <laughs> but I did. I did listen to a half hour of it, and they they really did that. Like they had a Proud Boys former member on to testify, and it was uh, it was pretty damning for those groups, and it really tied them to uh, to Trump. I don't yeah. know what's going on in Discord. <laughs> oh, you haven't played but, that game yet? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. So, um. <laughs> they really tied Trump to these groups, though, and I think they did a good job with it. Well, what yeah, did they basically? I, go ahead. Go ahead. What did they basically say? They basically said that the, these groups listened to the words that were coming out of Trump's mouth and believed him. Basically, yeah. The Proud Boys guy basically went through how it is a militia. Mm. They trained on weaponry. They trained on explosives. Um, and then they listened to everything about the Stop the Steal movement, and they moved in when they thought they had a chance to actually pull it off. So they were attempting a coup for Trump. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're also providing security for all for of Stone. Trump's cronies, like yep. uh, Roger Stone, Michael Flynn. Like, And these are people, I mean, I don't know if you got to the part about the insane meeting at the White House. Mm. Yeah, the 19th of December or something. Shouting matches, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, all those people who have that fucking security were in on that meeting. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think I saw that. What, so, do you have more so, details on that? Well, okay, so again, because we don't know how the rules of our government work, <laughs> anything that goes on in the Oval Office, they have to have staff in there. Some Someone who works at the White House. And Trump held the meeting with, I believe, Giuliani, uh, Michael Flynn, my pillow guy, and, uh, God, who was that one lawyer? Overwatch.com guy. And, uh, uh what's her name? Wait. The, the, the lady. The Kraken lady. Yeah. What the hell? Sydney Powell? Sydney Powell. Powell. That's her. Right. And it turned into insanity because everyone was like, wait, nobody, there's no officials in there right now? Right. And I don't know why that's a thing, but, you know, but, like, I guess if Trump's meeting with Kanye, somebody official has to be there. I <laughs> guess because everything you do in that office is supposed to be recorded. Right. right. Maybe that's what it is? Yeah. That's exactly so, it. I mean, it was a big insanity thing, and uh, I mean, maybe Roger Stone was there, too. I don't know. And uh, the Pat Cipollone, the White House counsel, wanted to get in there, and there was shouting matches, and all kinds of crazy shit was going on. I don't know if it's illegal. <laughs> I, I don't know how they got... I mean, they... they this, clown, this clown car of people were in the, the, the Oval Office in the, you know, the late hours of the evening, trying to, you know, turn Trump... I, it, well, feeding his ego. Yeah. 
It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. Well, no, I'm telling you to seize voting machines and, yeah. and declare martial law. Right. Nuts. Yeah, Mike Lindell. Uh, Mike Lindell. Know, yeah. Political expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they wanted to make Sidney Powell uh, a special investigator, actually give her power. You have out of your freaking mind. They only showed a little brief bit of Cipollone's testimony today. Um, hopefully, they're they're just teeing up more and putting it into a package. Because <laughs> so, I don't. Oh, I don't think so. I think he was just there to confirm what uh, Hutchinson said. Mm. Hopefully, they ranged you know into a different line of questioning. Ah, they seem to be pretty thorough about everything so far. So yeah. uh, the only thing that really annoys me is still the the the. When they were asked about the, you know, are you going to be submitting stuff to the Department of Justice? And they said no. Like, what they should have said is, I don't think we have to. Like, it is clearly obvious mm. what they're presenting is is criminal. Right. I, I just, I we need to see something from the Justice Department here sometime soon. Yeah. What are you doing, Merrick? Yeah. Now, granted, it's when- impossible. <laughs> Sorry. This is just me, um kind of asking questions to, to help rectify my own ignorance. Is it possible that they brought, did you say his name was Scipione or something Cipollone. like that? Cipollone. Cipollone. Yeah. That they brought Cipollone in, and the only things that he could comment was to, you know, confirm or disavow what Miss Hutchinson said? Is First of all, is attorney-client privilege a real thing? Um, he, he's, he's not Trump's lawyer. Right. He is. The, oh, I thought he was at the time. He's White he, House lawyer. Right. He is the lawyer for oh. the president of the United States, not for Trump, personally. Oh, okay. Now, I, uh, is there some executive privilege involved in that? I'm sure there probably is. But so can he only testify to things that have already been testified about? Maybe? I don't know. I, I, I wasn't sure. I didn't realize that, that that would not cover Trump, and that that, that helps me with that. Thanks. Mm. Well, he. I mean, it's not even that he's the president's lawyer. He's the White House's lawyer. Yeah. Right. Right. Which I don't know what the distinction is there, but his loyalty is not to the person, it's to the to the position. To the office. Yeah, to yeah. the office. Yeah. Yeah. And to the country, as opposed to the individual. Okay. If uh if nobody has anything else on that, next news item. I don't know what we have to say about this, but I had to throw it in here. Shinzo Abe was assassinated this last week. Yeah. And that just it really struck me as being strange like i understand yeah assassinating like you know big leaders but he was no longer prime minister of japan and for the most part he was liked yeah like everybody liked him um now not everybody he did have so i don't know that it's in this huffington post thing but there's a there was an article that i read about shinzo abe talking about the fact that he was a nationalist and in several ways he was very much a nationalist so that puts him in the group of like trump and erdogan and putin because they're all nationalists hmm. however uh shinzo abe started uh he he every piece of his nationalism was to bring Japan up with other democratic nations. He was being a nationalist to increase the military, but it was so that he could make up for what the the U.S. is pulling out of Southeast Asia a little bit. Um, mm. So it was all about, yeah, we're going to build up Japan, but we're going to do it so that we can help all the democratic nations around us. So, I mean, it was a lot of good policies. Well, he was also uh, an apologist for the World War II, he, he didn't think that they did that much wrong. He never actually was on board with, you know, yeah, we, we were totally evil. 
So, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, I mean, he's got to play the political thing as well. Mm. You can't take a hard line and cut off all those people who, uh, you know, who, who think in that direction. So mm. I thought it, the political game. Sure. But in general, yes, he he was um, respected by others. Sure. So it was, was surprising. Say, I was going to say, I think Japan doesn't really fall into the category of thinking, yeah. That's why we got involved in World War II. Pure evil. <laughs> in the hopes that the United States would melt the lower half of our country with the nuclear weapon because mm. of our pure evil. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that surprised that he didn't take that stance. Sure. Well, didn't, from what I understood, and I haven't heard much about it, didn't the guy have some kind of religious gripe with him? Yeah, yes. Apparently. That is what the assassin said. Yeah. Apparently, it wasn't political based. Nope. He claimed that Shinzo Abe. What he thought Shinzo Abe was a, a high-ranking member of the Unification Church. Oh no! And his the assassin's mother had given all of her money to the Unification Church and was now bankrupt. And uh, he was he shot him to or he killed him to uh, for ruining their family. Hmm. In his opinion, the Unification Church is borderline cult. Are they not? Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're pretty culty. Okay. I mean, uh, no, it's it's me though. They're all pretty culty in my mind. <laughs> sure. Are you religious? <laughs> You're borderline culty. Yeah. yeah. But yes, that was that is that is the statement released by the alleged killer. Now to Sadis again to help rectify my own ignorance. Was Shinzo Abe murdered or was Shinzo Abe assassinated? What is the difference and why? He was not. Uh, he was a a leader. Therefore, it was an assassination. I don't know. Okay, so even though he was retired. Yeah. I, it's still I think that's why people call it assassination. I mean, he was murdered in public while speaking. So Right, I didn't know I don't know I didn't know what the technical differentiation was. That's I'm, curious. I'm yeah, I never sure. thought of that either, what the difference was. And I'm trying to, to make more of a an effort to be as accurate as possible here on the profane argument. Assassination I, I, is the murder of a prominent or important person, such as the head of state, head of government, politician, member of royal family, or CEO. You can assassinate a CEO wow. in America. <laughs> Poors get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Elites get assassinated. Yeah. Right. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking scumbags. Well, no, because famous people, like actors, they get murdered. Mm, yeah. That's because they don't have enough money to be considered important enough. Oh, I don't know. See, I've always thought that uh, John Lennon was assassinated. Oh, there you go. Interesting. Uh, see, I always thought he was murdered. Mm. Well, then again, it's, it's, you know... I think this is just a, me not understanding the English language. I, I thought I For, for a hot second, I was going to say, maybe assassination only counts if it's done in public in front of a group of people. Oh, I don't know. But no. I, that's I, that can't be well. true either, because if someone murdered the president while he was sleeping, they would still say he was assassinated, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. Right. I, it's an interesting distinction that I don't think. I mean, it's just a, a language, yeah. splitting right, hairs. Right. I was, yeah. Again, it was just a, a genuine curiosity. Yeah, I think it's Learn a fuzz something every day. Yeah, it's a fuzzy line denoting it's an important murder. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the pictures of the thing that that dude cobbled together yeah. in order to shoot yeah. him? Yeah, homemade gun, crazy. Yeah, homemade was... gun seems like homemade bullets and homemade everything, like. I, it, right. probably, it may not even had bullets. It just had it all assembled together. Yeah. Oh, do you think it was like a... Wait, it didn't have bullets like it was a blunderbuss? Or it didn't have bullets like 
it just shot a solid per- well that's what a bullet is hang on tell me more <laughs> I, I'm not sure the details are, are really sparse as to far as far as the you know the ammunition that was used it seemed like it was all homemade. Like, it, yeah, it's not absolutely. like he went out I, and looked, got shotgun shells and then built a gun no, around it. No, I agree. It looked like tubing and, and uh, duct tape and, uh, you know, a, a metal grip. And I, I don't know how, you know, something like that is, is put together. But Well, you just have to watch Star Trek and watch that one episode. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure there's <laughs> I imagine you could just an actual recipe take a pipe <laughs> on full, the internet. Take a pipe, fill it up with gunpowder and shrapnel and yeah. some kind of detonation thing and wrap it up in duct tape. Got yourself a gun. That's pretty much what he did, and you're 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 not getting any any range with that, and it's not going to be accurate. But he got close and shot him twice. So, well, didn't he miss the first time? Um, I think he winged him a little bit. Yeah, oh. that thing he built fired more than one shot. Yeah, yeah. He him yeah. twice. Yeah. Wow. It had like eight barrels. Whew. That makes it eight times as deadly as an AR-15 because that <laughs> thing only shoots one shot per trigger squeeze. If he had had an AR-15, Shinzo Abe would be alive today. Yep. <laughs> Or if Shinzo Abe had a fucking AR-15, he'd be alive today. Oh, he would have been able to stop him. Yeah, he could have turned around and shot him. Or old- security <laughs> guards. Yeah. Old West style, you know, where someone comes up and creeps uh, behind you and you turn around and shoot the gun out of their hand. Either way, it's a tragedy and I'm sorry that it happened. Yeah, yeah very true. All right, the next bit of news that I have. and Wait, this before is- you go on. Oh, sure. Just, just know that somehow this Shinzo Abe thing still ties in with Democrats in the circles of... Trump voters that oh, just yeah. somehow had something to do with Biden or th- this happened because of Biden. <laughs> I'm sure this is this second amendment because thing. Biden's weak. Yeah, <laughs> it is it's because Biden <laughs> fell off his bike. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> they really love that. Uh-huh. Which again, you know, like I understand la- you don't like the guy and you're laughing because he fell off the bike. That's fine, right? But I feel like they're looking at me like, see you, dumbass. You voted for this guy and he fell off the bike, and I'm like. Do you not? Did you not see the numerous things that Trump did? Right, that are on camera, like when he walked up the Air Force One with toilet paper stuck to his foot, or right. he got they to Air were Force One. When that happened, he got to Air Force One and didn't know what to do with his umbrella. Like yeah, had just no concept it. of how to close an yeah. umbrella, or when he almost fell and down the ramp, or when he, I mean, <laughs> drinking yeah, water with two hands. Yeah. yeah, do they not well, see was, that shit? They did. And they were genuinely saddened by it. And they're pissed that you're not. Right. They deify their leaders like they're something special. And I'm like, yeah, all I voted for was the one guy who said, I'll stop tweeting so aggressively and I'll commit fewer crimes. Good enough. Yeah, that'll work. Get in the White House. <laughs> Couldn't give a shit about his shady son. Couldn't give a shit about his inability to speak or ride a bicycle. Guy's almost 80. The fact that he's even trying, good on him. Yeah. Now, to follow that up, Jared, Yes, I think the chances of Trump running in 2024, assuming, you know, there's no legal fallout and, and all that, assuming things are going the way they're going, I think it got more likely today. What happened today? I feel like today or yesterday, Trump, I don't want to say tweeted because he doesn't do that anymore, but he put out on True Social <laughs> that life begins at 80. He is already <laughs> trying to get ahead of any ageist criticism for him running for uh, president at, at his advanced age. So he is starting the PR groundwork for his 2024 run. The only thing that will stop him is because his run is starting to seem less and less viable because in a lot of polls, you know, 65 or higher percent of Republicans are saying they would vote for any other Republican. Mm-hmm. 
rather than Trump in 2024. Yeah, New York Times had that today as a big article and Trump truthed all over it. He was pissed <laughs> at them for actually you know, taking a poll. <laughs> Social. He's he, truth, whatever. <laughs> well, see, they're in a real pickle. Because uh, from what I understand from a financial standpoint, it would be really bad for Trump to announce like now. I was listening to the Pod Boys and uh, Pod Save America, and they were doing all this shit and explaining as to why it, it has to do with donations and all this shit. And like the moment you announce Declare. you're running, you can only donate a certain amount. So that's why they usually tend to wait till later. Right. Now, I know Trump probably wants to get ahead of DeSantis and, and Mike Pence and Chris Christie and whatever shitbag. I think Mike Pompeo was thinking about running. Like, come on, Mike. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the longer Trump sits and doesn't do it, the more steam these guys get, especially DeSantis. Sure. Um, yeah. And, He's actually writing policies and laws. Yeah. And what do these guys do if Trump does run? Do they do another primary? I think DeSantis will. I think DeSantis will run hard against him. Yeah, rest- I think I think DeSantis believes that he has the support to beat even Trump. So yeah. I think the rest of them would I think probably he'll challenge bow out him in the primary. Yes. What a shit show it's going to be. Oh yeah, it could be. He could just sit it out because he could probably keep his popularity and his numbers up for four years. No, and then- that's the other thing they brought up is that hmm. um, they they've been saying that a lot of these people. Like, you you don't have a very long shelf life as far as your popularity goes. Okay. And that, like, certain guys like Obama, like, took their shot because Obama was a young dude. Nobody had heard of him. And mm-hmm. he gained a little steam and got it. And they say DeSantis might be looking at guys like Chris Christie and uh, Marco Rubio who had their shot and blew it. Mm. Right? Because they – Yeah. So he's – you know, if he waits, it might not be good. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Having said all this, it's probably going to be a shit show on the other side, too, because I'm kind of hoping if Biden decides to run again, which I couldn't can't believe, that someone might try to primary his ass. I hope so. On on our side. They would have my vote. Yeah. Yeah, mine too. I mean, Biden is the fucking worst. He's no, no, he's not. I'm sorry. He's the worst Democrat. (laughs) He's not even the worst Democrat. He's just placeholding, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. he is a bookmark. Yeah, he is a, a yeah. so we don't forget where we were. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like I'm not. I mean, yeah. I look at him and I'm just like, boy, he's looking old. Boy, yeah. he looks like he's doddering around. And you he's know, old. Well, he's actually he's doing the job. One, he's old. Two, that job is hard. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I'm just saying. Can we get somebody in their forties? Yeah. Really. For once. I don't know. I saw Pete Buttigieg on the... We did, uh, and then by the end of eight years, Obama was suddenly 63. (laughs) I saw Pete Buttigieg on Fox News the other day, and he was was looking good. He He handled himself just fine. He did. Fuck that motherfucker. I know. (laughs) I know you hate that guy. All of Jared's enemies are resurfacing. (sighs) Jelly Salads 2024. (laughs) I'm going to hit this next story while while I can. Yeah, do it, Doug. Um, So... Uh, I wanted to bring this guy up, and it kind of leads into some of the other politics stuff. Bill Bennett, he's a Fox News contributor. He is uh, – so it's this is just a story about how Fox News is really – I think they're going the way of, like, Newsmax and the other one that I can't remember right now. OAN. OAN, yes. So Bennett had the discussion. He was talking about the school shootings and shootings in general. 
So it used to be that it was rock music that was causing <laughs> the shootings. Then it was video games. And then more recently, it was too many doors. <laughs> but uh, now Bill Bennett says that it's absolutely about not having spiritual well-being. Mm. <laughs> you need police, you need parents, but you know what else you need? You need an exorcist. That's what he said. Now, wait a minute. Is this guy hired by Fox, or was he just on a being interviewed by somebody? He is a regular contributor. <laughs> so, was it like okay, an on-the-street situation? No, okay, so he's a contributor. He's not... Okay. Right. Yes. Now, for all the reason I bring this up is because it also was linked in on the Center for Inquiry when, when he did this. They linked a couple other articles about... Uh, Bill Bennett previously suggesting beheading drug dealers. Oh, my. <laughs> and he also hypothetically suggested uh, that we could reduce crime in the United States by aborting every black baby. <gasps> oh, my. Oh. Now, to his first point, <laughs> I assume he meant illegal. Like, does, does, does killing all the drug dealers include pharmacists, bartenders, <laughs> people working at the 7-Eleven selling you cigarettes? Or is he specifically talking, maybe he's going for his second thing. Which, while horrific, technically probably an accurate statement. If there are fewer people, theoretically there is fewer crime. Ah, people, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's just a numbers game at that point. Now, clearly Mr. Bennett is a monster mm. and unrepentantly evil. And 100% of what he's claiming is not accurate. But, uh, man, uh, Fox is, I mean... Fox is loyal to money. What can I? Uh, what but we, I mean, not. I mean, I don't. Not, not to belabor uh, or take away from Ray's point. This would be a different story if this dude worked there. This is a contributor. Like you ever seen the insane people that they have on to contribute? <laughs> it's that's, true, but that's Fox's mo from the get go. They're definitely not backing down on it. Hmm. And what's and what do you mean? In what sense? Like, are people asking him never to come back on? No, they're they're not. I mean, Fox isn't backing down on the crazy. They're. They're just continuing to grab people that, like I said, who should only be on OAN and Newsmax. Like it's well, they got to compete. They got they, they, they Fox has never had competition before. Oh, so they're 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 going down the crazy train because they have to to compete with Newsmax and OAN. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow. I know right. people. I know people who were legitimate hardcore Fox viewers, uh, total Trump supporters, who now will not watch Fox News. And our Strictly Newsmax. Wow. Whew. You hang in some dark circles, buddy. <laughs> right? Uh, well, the, actually, when I say no, they're parents of a friend of mine who who mentioned that to me. But I know his parents. Mm. Sure. You know. Yeah, I mean, that's – because when you're, like, saying Fox is getting crazier, I'm like, they're not getting crazy enough because people are dropping them. And, and to be clear, this guy that Fox News had on, William Bennett, he is a um, he's a BA from Williams College – University of Texas. He was uh, JD at law school at Harvard. He's a professor at Boston University, University of North Carolina, North Carolina State University. He is well connected, and this is what he thinks. And at one point, he was once set up on a blind date with Janis Joplin. That's a weird <laughs> bit of trivia. Wow. <laughs> what show was he on? And what did the people? Does do we know what the response was like? So well, I, guess each, what he, well, I guess what he said this time wasn't that crazy as opposed to kill all the right. black people. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, right now he's just saying that we need exorcists and priests in schools that will stop the uh, mass shootings in schools. 
And did the person just nod their head and go, well, that's a thought. I'm- <laughs> yeah, I think it was total agreement. Clearly, more Christianity will not cause more violence. <laughs> that's true. If there is one place you should turn if you want to avoid violence, abuse, rape, and oppression, it's the church. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like what he said was so out of line with what, I mean, didn't a bunch of people in the government say that too? Like, all we need is more... Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. But again, yeah. he, he he made the list because of the things that he had said in the oh, past. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Now, I, I'm going to bring this up because I enjoyed uh, Alpha's logic on this. So according to, with this guy's logic in place, I, I guess that means there's never been a mass shooting in a church? <laughs> <laughs> By a church-going person? Or somebody, you know, shooting up people in a church? Because people shooting up well, people in a church. the repel the attacker? <laughs> With his exorcist powers? Only right. with a blessed a- blessed AR-15. <laughs> a, kill- a demon-killing AR-15. A blessed rod of iron. Yeah, exactly. Take that shit up to fucking... Uh, <laughs> the, whatever they call themselves. Hey, what are the Moonies called now? I forget. The, new- church, the rod of iron church. New- the new Moonies. <laughs> I'm sure they don't like any of those names. No. No, that was all but inappropriate. I'm, I'm fine they getting their guns. names wrong. I'm sorry, I take it back. By the way... <laughs> Little side note, since you brought them up. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know if you recall, maybe about a year ago, I mentioned to you that my cousin sold her 135-acre property to them. Right. Yeah. In Milford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where she had a big bed and breakfast and everything like that. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to turn it into a compound. Well, I went to a party a couple weeks ago at her house, and I sat down with her and her ex-husband, and I said, listen, I go, what the fuck is going on? I go, you sold... The inn and all that property to those fucking Looney Tunes? rod of iron people? <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? I said, the, you sold the property, right? She's like, yeah. And I go, to the Sun Young Moon or whatever his name is. And she's like, now keep in mind, there was an Asian family at this party, oh. right? And she goes, she points him, she goes, they're part of that church? I go, I go, wait a minute, that's them? Where are they from? And she goes, oh, they're Chinese. And I go... Chinese? I go, no, everyone told me that you sold it to the Korean Moonies. <laughs> and she's like, no. So oh. this turned out to be a case of just total racism. <laughs> <Yes>. All right. <laughs> so I go, she and like, she goes, no, they just live there by themselves. It's her and him and they family come up every so often. And I'm like, oh my god, somebody saw that they were Asian and just assumed you sold it to the fucking movies. <laughs> and I go, and I go, I can't stress to you how everybody in our fucking town thinks you sold it to them, right? <laughs> and then they start piecing it together and they're like, you know, I've been having a lot of weird conversations where people come up to me and ask me how things are going and then bring up that church for some reason. <laughs> Out of the blue, never mentioning anything about the property. And I was like, well, now you know. I go, I'll spread the word. <laughs> You just sold it to a nice Chinese couple. <laughs> That's amazing. Yep, it is wow. It is literally a nice little... Ch- I met them. I was talking to them before I brought this up. And I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I like every part of that, to be honest. That really touched me in a deeply, like, disturbed but unironic way. Well, and it's, it's a good just, story because now we, we can rest easy that that compound doesn't exist yet. True. Well, right. Oh, it does exist. It's just in well, Texas. Yeah. Sure. They bought property in right. Texas. It's just not in Milford, right. but I mean, every, every, so, if, for all the listeners who don't get a lot of Jared <laughs> Milford stories, the border town has a crazy 
dichotomy mm. where one story will be that story where everybody thinks that Jared's cousin sold their uh, huge lot of land to the Moonies because, you know, what was one of them Orientals? I don't know. <laughs> and then the other one is, so do you still have a trans mayor who? No, gay mayor. Gay mayor. Oh, gay mayor. <laughs> yes. Yes, but still is very uh, loud and loud and proud and everybody in town loves him for some reason. Yeah. It's, it's, it's everything about Milford Dude, is Mil- bizarre. Milford is, is 50% shit kickers and 50% flamboyant gay men. <laughs> <laughs> and then people who commute across the border for, for work. So, yeah, it's like this tiny town with big city entitlement. I don't know what happens there. But anyway, I love that story. Thank you, Jared. Yeah, I just wanted to let everybody know. What, you know, I just got to give an update on the Moonies. And- yeah, yeah, good to clear that up. All right, uh, next thing that I have is about... Peggy Nanabir. Nanabir? I don't know how to pronounce that name. But in any case, she is a Christian nationalist. She serves as the executive director of the D.C. Ministry, Mm. which is an extension of the conservative Christian group Liberty Council in the Washington, D.C. area. She was caught on video. Caught. She was on video. She knew she was on video. Uh, She was asked... uh, So she had made some statements about the Supreme Court, and... The person questioned her, you actually pray with the Supreme Court justices? And she said, I do. They pray with us. Those that like us pray with them. Uh, the, the, the live streamer then asked if, the, if she administered to the justice in their homes or at their office. And she said, we actually go in there. Into what? the Supreme Court. Into the Supreme Court. Now, why is this a big deal? Because, of course, we know that some (laughs) of the the justices are Christian. Well, as it turns out, this group that she works for is actually the group who petitioned the Supreme Court in some of the previous cases that were ruled in the past couple weeks. So her group has been behind the promotion of getting these cases in front of the Supreme Court, and she and her group personally pray with the justices in the Supreme Court, in the building. So when she was asked about this, she said, oh, that conversation was off the record. That's not what I said, which clearly what she said. Uh, It's entirely untrue. And then more information came out about it. And now they have backed up to, well, we used to, but we don't do it anymore. (laughs) We haven't done it this hour. (laughs) Right. Not today. (laughs) What she should have said was, what are you going to do about it if I did do it? Because what are right. what could you do? Right. Right. So eventually, Rolling Stone is doing the investigation on this. They spoke with Patty Bills, who's the director of constituency affairs at Faith and Liberty. Uh, Patty Bills said that she didn't want to discuss Faith and Liberty's ministry practices, but she would not deny that Faith and Liberty ministers to the Supreme Court justices. She, and the quote is, I never said we didn't. I just said we provide privacy. So clearly they actually have been. I mean you can you can read in between the lies and and can tell that that these groups not only have been promoting these different things that the, the justice is ruling on but then they've been having prayer sessions with them clearly to influence them. As shocking as it is, I'm not surprised. Oh, Man. I agree. You can't you can't be surprised. No. You know they have new tire equipment on their playgrounds. Yeah. You know that Kavanaugh does not go to those prayer meetings. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> and you know that Gorsuch probably doesn't go either. He's probably Gorsuch. like, does this, is, does this have anything to do with money? No. All right, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. 
here she is in a photograph with Kavanaugh. Not praying, but on her Facebook page. Yeah, it didn't show up. I'm not clicking the link. Yeah. I believe you. <laughs> well, well I mean, this is all like, again, I'm sure there's a law broken here, but does what it do matter? You do? Yeah. What can you do? Right. Can you sue the You'll can learn. you sue the Supreme Court? <laughs> It'll go straight to the Supreme Court, I assume. <laughs> yeah. And we're not gonna take this yeah. one. <laughs> I'm with you, Jared. I don't know. It makes that's I don't think about it too much because it's one of the things that makes me feel panicky to know that nine randos just sit around with lifetime appointments and absolutely no oversight, absolutely no recourse, and just try to guess what the ghost of Thomas Jefferson thinks about things today. <laughs> no oversight. That's, that's fucking the, shameful. That's the thing yeah. that's blowing my mind. Well, I mean, the, laws can be written that would codify Roe v. Wade, for example. So there is something the, the legislative branch can do. They just don't have the numbers at the moment. They don't have the numbers because of the filibuster. They don't have the numbers because of um, redistricting, gerrymandering. Yeah. Yeah. So the Center for Inquiry, along with the Freedom From Religion Foundation and American Atheists, have written a letter to Chief Justice Roberts to begin a formal investigation on this report. Mm. So there are groups that are making waves about this. What can actually be done? I mean, make waves. Make make this an a, an issue that politicians actually have to respond to. Really, I think right now, as far as like ethics, there's no over ethics oversight of the Supreme Court I, I, that I'm aware of. I mean, supposedly there is an impeachment proceeding, but I don't know what qualifies and who does it. Uh, almost certainly the Senate. Mm. It probably works identically to the presidential impeachment. Mm, probably seems highly unlikely. But I don't know if if you know praying with a crazy woman gets you. Impeached. Right. No, but well, ruling on allowing, it, yeah, I mean, well, ruling on allowing it. that woman special access mm. to you know rulings and hearings and to what the Supreme Court see, hears and doesn't hear is it, it feels so alarming. I, I want to say it has to be illegal, but that it's probably mm. not. <laughs> what what if you had a case going before the Supreme Court? Like, say this guy that prays on the fifty yard line, he has this case going before the Supreme Court, and, like, the the day before they have their oral arguments, he goes in and has dinner with them and buys them a steak dinner with a bottle of wine, and... Right. I mean, it's the exact same thing. That is what's happening. Right. But they're sure. using religion as an excuse. I mean, that is... that key corruption right there. Sure. Also, what a weird... Why do so many of these institutions have these weird things where they all get together and do religious shit? Uh, lots of planning for many years. They've been working on this I mean, for but- decades. I mean, anytime someone brings up NASA to me now, I instantly think about that story that Ray told me about the NASA prayer group. Mm. Right. And how, like, if you don't go, you kind of ostracize out of fucking NASA. Oh, that's alarming. You didn't, were you not here for that show? I mean, granted, it was probably like it was two it. years ago. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a while, long while right. ago. But it always bugged me. That- yeah, but I, I, I don't really know it, but I, I'm automatically sketched out about it. Yeah, there were a couple of people who worked in NASA who were ostracized and uh, basically pushed to the side and eventually quit because they wouldn't attend the prayer group. Oh, that's... Uh, exactly. <laughs> I mean, in 68 and 69, I could understand that, but this was more recently, right? Yeah, this was... Uh, yes, I don't have the dates, obviously. I might be able to go back through the, uh, you know, profaneargument.com and find it, but I don't have it in front of me. Because I can't remember if we talked last week about somebody getting fired from a job for not doing religious shit with the boss or something like that, or if I was talking to my friends about that. 
No, I think it was here. You told us about that. Sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was definitely another story about uh, construction workers who were reduced pay and eventually fired because right. of their. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, that's what. It, yeah. Yeah. So if all of this irritates you, oh uh, boy, <laughs> there's an article on OnlySkyMedia. Uh, that has a list of all the non-religious candidates running for office in 2022. Uh, it, it leads you to a Google Doc that actually has who is running where, state, federal. Um, so take a look. And anybody who's on the list who you can vote for, I would suggest voting for. Now, not everybody on there is atheist, agnostic, whatever. Some the, the, I saw at least one Muslim. There were several that were Christian. But they are... Members of the Free Thought Caucus, uh, and they or they have said specifically about separation of church and state. They are one hundred percent on that line of thinking. I would highly recommend voting for people who are on this list. So it's just a list. Do with it what you will. Take a look. Nice. Hey, another side note. I think I might get to meet uh, Josh Shapiro in a few days. Oh, oh nice. really? Oh. Yeah, he's coming to Milford for something, and I got a. Invite through a friend to do a meet and greet or something. Nice. Yeah, I hope it's a nice time. Hey, you yes. know what I'm going to say to him? Shalom. Huh? <laughs> shalom. Uh -huh. Shalom. Hello. Why would I say shalom? I'm not Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> Karen. <laughs> well, you're half. That's not what 23 and Me says. <laughs> uh, no, but my plan is if I do get a chance to talk to him, is to just tell him to. Never shut up about abortion, and he should win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Don't ever let up on that point. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to hit some religious nonsense things real quick here. Um, I don't know if we have anything to talk about this. Over in India, yeah, religious stuff still going on in India. There was a 70-year-old woman who was drugged 200 meters from her house and beaten to death because of her practice of witchcraft. Ooh. Yeah. Did she did she really Ugh. practice witchcraft, or did someone just want her house? Well, witchcraft doesn't isn't actually you you are, would she profess that she was a witch? No, I don't well, I don't that, believe so. That's why I said practice. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, another form of witchcraft where people actually are going to jail. Uh, eight more people have been arrested and have been charged with the death of a child. Eight. She was eight years old. This child. She had type one diabetes. But uh, there were 14 members of a cult in Australia, Queensland, Australia, who decided that uh, they knew better and that they could just leave her in God's hands. They denied her insulin for, what was it, six days? And, oh uh, hey, she died. Yeah. But at this point, eight more members of the church have been charged. Uh, that brings the total up to 14 people have been charged with various things around her murder. So it always, I, I mean, it always baffles me that they never come to the conclusion that the doctors and the medicine were brought to them by God. Right. They perform yeah. abortions. Yeah. Awful people. But I mean, really, to me, I just want to bring up that the the silly faith healing isn't just in the U.S. I mean, mm. this is in Australia, so. Um, another religious nonsense, uh, Jews being discriminated against. A court says, yeah, that's okay. Uh, so basically they, if you, if they have a, uh, the case was a couple, a Jewish couple was trying to get a, adopt a child, um, but they were trying to do so from the Holston United Methodist Home for Children, but they were denied because they were Jewish. 
And a judge, three judge panel actually, has held that, uh, yeah, that's not a problem. They could put up a sign that says, no Jews allowed, and perfectly legal, because they're a Christian group. I mean, and there's another, expect- or, And the important point was there's another organization in town that could provide the same service. So the family was not denied a child, because so they had another if, option. If you run a bakery, right. and there's another bakery in town, you could put up a sign that says, no blacks allowed, and right. as long as the other bakery allows blacks, you're fine. It's right. it's perfectly fine. So um, now, when he said when he said they could do this because they're Christian, did this fall under Christians can do whatever they want, or is this hmm. somehow religious in the sense that Christians hate Jews? I'm I, not sure what he was trying to say. I, I think it definitely falls under the Christians can do whatever they want. Okay, I didn't know if it was like, come on, everybody knows Christians hate Jews, <laughs> <laughs> because somehow the three judge panel thinks that. The Christian religious religious people they can exercise their religion by by not giving a foster child to Jewish parents, but that the Jewish parents they don't get to exercise their religion by just because they're Jewish, right? Like I don't, yeah. But clearly, there are other places they could go, so it's not a it's not a major problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, they are you know intending to appeal. There's a secular group that is uh, representing them. So it will be interesting to follow, and I hope not as sad as I suspect. Yeah, because they'll appeal, and then it'll, I mean, this is one of the type of thing that could, you know, lead up to the Supreme Court. Yeah. And then the Supreme Court can go, no, you treated that Christian organization poorly. We're not going to, uh, we're we're, we're siding with the, we're not going to side with the plaintiffs. Jeez. All right. Um, last couple of things I wanted to talk about all on coronavirus. We haven't mentioned coronavirus in like a month. It's been a while. It's gone. It's been great. replaced with monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, the first thing I wanted to mention was from Ohio. There are oh, activists God, Ohio. trying to get a anti-vaccine <laughs> amendment in the Ohio Constitution. They want this in the state constitution, that individuals' right to refuse any medical procedure, treatment, injection, vaccine, prophylactic, pharmaceutical, or medical device shall be absolute. So a person <laughs> could absolutely refuse any medical procedure. Hmm. Now... well. The person can't then say that they want an ab- abortion and override the government. That's that's not in this. Right. Total freedom, well, except for that. Can't have right. that. <laughs> you know, I know we didn't talk about this, but can you believe that shit in Ohio where they were going to make that 10-year-old girl have a baby? Yeah. Oh, right. I actually was going to include that. Didn't oh. think about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, if you don't, if for people that don't know, there was a 10-year-old girl who was pregnant, and uh, according to the new Ohio laws, she cannot get an abortion because it was three days? Six, six weeks and three days. Yeah, six weeks and three days. Okay. And uh, the, the limit was six weeks. Right. She had to go and to Indiana. that six weeks that you have the chance to get an abortion, it starts at conception, not when you knew you were pregnant or when the at, egg- nope. be- Nope, does not start at 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 um. It starts at the first day of your last oh, period. Right, first day of your last period. So you could be pregnant for a week, and yet you are three weeks pregnant. So six weeks is really really difficult. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So in any case, uh, the ten year old was being taken to Indiana because in Indiana it is still legal. So. No. Well, yeah, they got rid of Mike Pence. Not not for long though. It's going right. away 
oh, very no. soon. Yeah. They'll have to go, then Illinois will be the haven state for that zone of the country. Well, it depends. Right now, Pennsylvania. But Yeah, Pennsylvania. True. Wait, didn't they just do a little late-night maneuvering here not too long ago to to try to cut that well, out? Well, the late-night maneuver was to get something onto the ballot so they could try to... Oh yes, so, try to, yes. Fix, try to uh, trick us into putting it into Constitution, the Pennsylvania Constitution. Yeah, it'll work. Don't worry. Yep. All right, back on coronavirus. Because remember, the original story yes. was about <laughs> sorry getting sorry. vaccines. <laughs> um, I did want to mention the new strains BA four and BA five are the new strains of Omicron that are prominent. Most likely, if you get COVID, that's the, the strains that you're getting it now. Um, runny nose, sore throat, fatigue, headaches, muscle pains. Um, the, the losing your sense of smell and taste is apparently far less likely with this, um, as are the long-term effects. Hmm. But this data is a little skewed because of the majority of people who have been vaccinated. Hmm. If you've been vaccinated, your chance of getting long-term effects is next to nil. So once again... <laughs> Get vaccinated. Get the booster. Uh, we're actually going and getting, since today is my birthday and I just turned 50, I qualify for the second booster, whatever they're calling it. It's your 50th birthday? Today yeah. is my 50th birthday. And we didn't get the day off? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I would also mention... The next story on CNN, reinfection. Mm. If you get reinfected with COVID-19, your chance of lung, heart problems, fatigue, digestive, kidney disorders, diabetes, and neurological problems is increased severely. Um, if, if you are unvaccinated and you get reinfected, long COVID is very much a possibility. Uh, for the record, I've had two people close to me get COVID, and they both lost their senses. Uh, taste and smell, and one of them is not a hundred percent back, wow. and he was vaccinated and boosted. Yeah, it is. Yeah, definitely, and it probably would have been way worse. Yeah, if he hadn't been. Yeah, it's not a get out of jail free. It is. You probably you'll probably be all right, and of course, the younger you are, the healthier you are. Yada yada. We all know this. I mean, really, what a virus tr tries to do. If it so, if you imagine yourself as a I read this on some article earlier this week. If you imagine yourself as a healthy cell in a body, imagine the virus is like a spider, but it's a spider the size of like a tarantula that just floats in the air randomly. It just floats in the air and flies wherever it wants. And it tries to get in like your mouth. Mm. And once it does, it plants seeds. And when those seeds go off, your body explodes and thousands of more spiders come out. That's pretty much what a virus does. To healthy cells. So, yeah, the the vaccine, the boosters, they're there to prevent the number of cells that you lose this way. Yeah. Yeesh. Thanks for that horrifying analogy. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. Get the fucking vaccine. Anyway, it'll help. Uh. That was gross. <laughs> uh, the Journal of the American Medical Association has suggested that either two or three doses of vaccine may be enough to lower the prevalence of long-term COVID. They actually have a couple studies at this point that show that long, long COVID is reduced significantly from being vaccinated. Is it 100%? No. But it increases your odds. It makes it better. Mm. 
And the last thing that I have, real quick, maybe not real quick, but yeah, I had to mention today they released a bunch of images. The Webb Telescope has their first series of full color images, and they are freaking incredible. I especially like the uh, the ones that you can compare with what the Hubble had previously. Right. Um, it's just, it's amazing. Mm. The clarity and detail. And, it, and it's funny, the first time you look at it, you're like, meh, that's cool. But then you look at it closer and you're like, oh my God. And you look at it closer and you're like, holy crap. And you look at what the old old pictures look like. It's a, it, they're really stunning images. And you download the, you know, the, the full size one and it's like the clarity, the, the detail is amazing. And it also reminds us that we are nothing. <laughs> we are literally floating on a speck of dust. Yep. I'm the center of the universe. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm the center of the multiverse. <laughs> and the fact that the light that this thing is perceiving is billions of years old. Yep. Like, I need a comparison photo because I was not that impressed when I saw the pictures. I was well, like, oh, cool. Yeah, Alpha posted a comparison <laughs> photo there, um, and it's not, that's not a, I can't really, it's in Discord, so I'm not really sure, but uh, even that, it looks, it's impressive. That's a comparison mm. between what the Hubble showed you mm. and what uh, yeah. what the Webb Telescope shows. Jared, just know that I'm totally with you. <laughs> Don't feel like you're alone on this one. I feel like my ability to comprehend the significance of this is in direct relation to my interest in it because it is low. <laughs> and I have no idea what's going on. Well, I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm interested, but I just was, I just, I, I saw the photos and at first I didn't, I didn't even read it. I was like, why do I keep showing these pictures of space field? And then I saw it was, the, space. It was the first picture from the web and I go, well, that's not so great. What am I looking at? <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some fucking aliens, man. I want to see some. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's an alien. Yeah. Give me two thumbs up. I want to see some alien roads or some alien road signs. So, what was the thing that you were telling me, uh, Karen? There was something about they've they've already started analyzing planetary atmospheres and yeah. have found um, have found an atmosphere with with water. Yeah, one of the um, one of the things that they released yes t- uh, today today right because they released it on your birthday was atmospheric composition of one of the planets that we had previously found. And looking at, I don't know what they look at, but but they have analyzed the atmosphere and have found water. So that's cool. No, it it, it, is. Because where there's water, there could be life. Yeah. Get me a fish picture. (laughs) (laughs) They're working on it. (laughs) Yeah, these are the very first images, and the fact that there are so clear and crisp like it's it's just it's very cool yeah that's all i got you guys have anything else no i do not thank you no all right so uh closing up first thing i want to do is thank our patrons for supporting the podcast especially those of you who could be here tonight alpha grinch hessian kixon hypatia and tommy h we really do appreciate the feedback as uh, as we record uh sharing sharing your thoughts and images it uh makes it makes it more interesting if you enjoy the podcast uh you can support it by joining them signing up on our patreon page or uh if you can't do that you could share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us uh if you want to contact us you can on our facebook page or at profane arg on the twitter box also please check out shows on the soon to be named network it is a podcasting network that we are a member of you can find all the podcasts at soon to be named network.com 
Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. <laughs> <laughs>